Hey everyone, welcome back again to another exciting episode of the Iconist Podcast, where it always comes down to who the icon is. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Like oh, now you know how the name is about. Icon what is. So on the Iconist Podcast, you know, um, <laughs> once again, this is Barry 3D as Deep Dark Delicious. Mm-hmm. Hey! On my side, as always, is the one and only... DJ Rod C. It's me, people. We're here. Hold on. What's going on? I'm here. I'm having fun. You're realizing we're doing this live, people. We live and we live up in here. We live up in here. Let's use this one. Yo, I'm live up in here. Let's go. Live Let's go. Up in here. Mm, mm. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. And you know the rundown. I mean, we went through our March Madness just before. Um, so thank you for holding on to that. We brought on a lot of guests over the past couple of episodes. Uh, we're going to have more guests coming up, but it, it was just our March Madness. And now we are in April. And we're kicking off April. April is the fourth month. And we're representing the four. Whatever has four in it. And you'll see what I mean by a minute. If you've seen the, the, the beginning of the episode, obviously, you've seen the name, the title. Mm-hmm. You have an idea what we're talking about before we get to that. Let's just mm-hmm. do the roundtable shout-outs. I'll do it. <laughs> right on. So first and foremost, uh, the man that makes us look so good on this screen, did our logos and all our, our, our merch media stuff, put it all together. The one, the only, Jason Reese, a.k.a. J-Bird. J-Bird Digital Arts. Let's go, let's go, let's go. thank you so you know if you need anything done by jay look check out the link at the end of the video we have our flow code up there you can just hold up your smartphone scan it it's going to ask you to click on it open your browser you just say yes and boom all the links are there you can find jay scroll down you'll find jay's uh link mm-hmm. and hit him up let him know you heard about it on the iconist podcast good friend of the show always comments on their videos um and and for our fans please like yeah, subscribe and share we are trying to hit the 100 on our, our YouTube page, so this way we can get a vanity name, right? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's let's do it. You know, I, it. I, I, I don't want to be a number. Uh, no number. No, please. No, my friend. I don't want. No, no, no number. I am a man, not a number. Yes, the prisoner. Watch it. Old school. Um, for Ooh. myself, Barry3D.com. Hey, <laughs> now, before you say Barry and you spell it with an E, it's Barry, not Barry. Two different things. Barry3D.com. Find all the links for this show, the Iconist Podcast. Uh, another mm. show I'm a part of uh, called The Touch of Grave Matter, which is the other YouTube show I'm a part of with my comedy brothers, you know, Zolf Ali, Thomas Patrice, who you've seen on the show, uh, myself, the host of the one of the hosts of this show, and Dave Sokolowski, who was on this show too, who put that all together. We are the Canadian version of the Plastic Cup Boys or Blue no. Collar Comedy. Let's go. Let's with go. variety. A touch of variety. With In- variety. And Canadian. So you know we're polite. Hey? Okay? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you know, and if you and then you have to support the books. Support the store, support the books, and totally believe in that. And two friends of the show is uh one, Trevor from Montreal. So if you mm-hmm. any of my friends out in Montreal, um, please go out to Check Swings on Tashro Boulevard. Do it. Look up look up the store support the store you'll see our our stuff in there uh that would be awesome or for our friends here in ontario make the drive out to kitchener the weather's getting better it's the roads are kind of nicer just be safe on the 401 you know and go out to wow comics warehouse of wonders look up our boy wes and remember no matter when you're doing that drive always have on some music our boy wayne Tennant. He's got his album on spotify so that's some good music look for you know uh, curfew flowers that's the name of the album and as I said, my driving jam is Vapors. That's the jam I'm sticking with. That's the jam I'm going with. Let's go. Let's go. So you go, you get that. Now you're doing your ride home. You want to hear something. You want to maybe listen to something about movies because you already listened to the Iconist podcast. So you check out our other friend. And that's uh, Jimmy English. Sorry, Jimmy England. I always say English, but it's Jimmy England with his podcast, Back to the Balcony. So you can find mm-hmm. that logo. It's the uh, microphone on the red background. And he's got two seasons, probably kicking off season three. I'm on a couple of those. It's a lot of fun. We review old movies uh, with our points of view. And he's always gone on multiple different comedians on there. So definitely people to support and check out. Look him up. Thank you. So that's pretty much it for me. Uh, Mm -hmm. Rob, where can we 
find you. I can be found on the internet, as we always say, or as I always say. You can find me on the Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at Mr. Rodsy, M-R-R-O-D-C. And you can also find me on the Twitch at DJ Rodsy. And for those for those who are just listening in, what is he doing? I'm just pointing to my 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 logo right above me. That's where you can find me. Yes, Rodsy. So listen, you can find me on there when you come through the Twitch area. Listen, just come through, hail me up, I'll hail you back. Listen, we're gonna have some fun on those times. Listen, I have a lot of fun. I play open open genres. I call it the open formats. We'll play a whole bunch of different stuff. You like what you hear? Hit a follow. Let's have some fun. Shout me out. I'll shout you out. I'll say, I'm trying to want to cry. I'm trying to want to I'll shout you out. Do this. So listen. Absolutely. And today, I know you're on there every Wednesday, right? Every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm just flying in and having fun. Let's go. Perfect. And and, and you want to let Rod know you're there and you heard about it on the Iconist podcast? All this you got to do, do is hashtag, hashtag Saturday Love. Saturday Love. If you've seen me on there, you'll see the Iconist podcast is also on Twitch. We're, we're kind of working on something there, but hashtag Saturday Love. He will know you heard about it on this show and uh, what yeah. it means to 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 me. So you you've got a fan there. Hashtag Saturday Love. If you yeah, do yeah. that, I will even go this far. If you hashtag Saturday Love while Rod's playing on Twitch, take a screenshot, send it over to us on on instagram you know uh the mm-hmm. iconist podcast on instagram or on our twitter page which is iconist underscore pc uh on our and, and just just send it over and and i will follow you back i will make sure you're followed back and say go. thank you for that here so, as well this me as well as well as well right so there you go hashtag saturday love um bonus He's points not- if you say who <laughs> sings it you get <gasps> bonus points with me and you know, I will give you a shout out. Hey, let's start this. I will give you a shout out on your page <laughs> if you hashtag Saturday Love and tell me who Ooh. sings the song. You know, it's a trick question, so you gotta pay attention to really who sings it. Um, you go. I know. Oh, I know. You know. You know. Let the games begin. I don't care if he gets hashtag fifteen times. He yeah, will see it, and he's gonna shake his head, going, Burn. "Okay." Okay, that's all I can say. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. And oh we are my now, I, I think we got it covered for, for um, all the people we like to shout out. Oh, Jesus. Hold on. What's wrong with me? Um, other shout out. Paul Ash, mm. my comedy mentor, right? right. I, 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 maybe I'm the Anakin to his Yoda. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm dark, <laughs> nice. but I'm not that dark. Let's just put it this way. Paul Ash, look him up. He's doing a lot of stuff. So he does live comedy. He shows up. He's done commercials. He's doing TV spots. And he has a show called Battlecom, right, which is a nerd game show, which has got live participation when it goes out once every two weeks on, on a Monday. And he has They Talk Funny, which is an interview show about comedians. And he has The Check-In, which is another show. Going, I mean, you know, uh, it comes on around noon. All these shows are live when they come out on different days. So I think it's Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday or Sunday, which is his schedule. And on top of it, he's doing comedy in between that. So big shout out to Paul Ash. You've seen him on the show. Not go back, look up our episode with Grimjack, and you will see, you know, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Paul Ash. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay, it. Good. That's good enough. That's yeah. Good I, enough. All right. All right. All right. And of course, any of the guests we had during our March Madness, I put their links of where you can find them in the show, uh, you know, on our YouTube channel so and, and shared on media. So please go down, check them out, or, you know, and listen, always wait to the end of the episode, see the flow code, scan it. Or for those watching <laughs> right now, you can see in Rod's name, there's a little circle with a, a you know, a, a code on there, scan it, and it'll pop up on your phone. You can't go wrong. Let's can't get down wrong. to it. Let's do it. Get down on it. We are talking about we are talking about the Fantastic Four today. Mm. No, 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 we're not. Um, no, 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 no. We are no. talking about the UFOs. UFOs. <laughs> yeah. We didn't say watch. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. I said UFO. you. UFOs. All right, all right. You talk about UFO. It's UFOs. all right. Keep on. Mofo Keep on. is when someone cuts me hey. off in traffic. Wow. UFO is who we're talking about today. Okay, I catch it. I catch it. All, all right, man. All right. All right. I know sometimes I, you know, I, I, I kind of, you know, eat my words, so to speak. So, yeah. And a lot of you are probably going out there going, huh? 
What the UFOs? So first of all, the UFOs are villains by Marvel. There's four of them, which goes into our April of four, 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 four. <laughs> Let's go. Horseman, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <sighs> you know, uh, exactly. So this this is where it comes down. So the UFOs were created and they made their first appearance. So first of all, the UFOs were created in, and made their first appearance in December of 1980 in volume two of The Incredible mm-hmm. Hulk, issue mm-hmm. 254. Right on. Bring it back. We, we're going way back. We're going back. Right. And they were made by, um, you know, obviously some people that I really like in, 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 the, in there. So first of all, uh, one of the people that helped create them was Bill Matlow. Bill mm-hmm. Matlow was also a creator of one of my favorite comic books of all time, <laughs> The Micronauts. Yep. Yep. Yeah. We're going to get to that one day. Um, and then, of course, the art was being done by Sal. Uh, oh, my gosh. Buscemi? Huh? Buscema. Sal Buscema. Basima. Basima. Thank you. See, Basima. once again, I ate my words. Sal Buscema. <laughs> so Sal Buscema, Bill Matlow, they were the ones that created the UFOs in uh, that Hulk um, issue 254. Sal was actually drawing it, but they worked on it and put that together. And then they actually mm-hmm. had a little bit of extra help, which they actually credited it in the original issue. So if you're reading it, you'll see that they give uh, credits to um, Al Malagorm, who helped mm-hmm. design the costumes, and then the editor-in-chief at the time, Jim Shooter, right on, uh, helped come up with the names uh, of the UFOs. And you find out that the name, even of the name of the UFOs, was inspired by 1979, uh, you know, Graham Parker's song, right? Waiting for the UFOs. Reason is, is that they were playing this. So, they, you know, as anyone, if you're in a creative art or you're in the office, you always have your headphone in listening to something. They had right music on. playing in the background. They had this music playing in the background, right? Respect the DJ. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Respect the DJ. Oh, that's right. Go. Respect the DJ. You know, DJ's had it tough now. Now, DJ's got a little bit easier because they don't got to carry around milk crates with 12-inch vinyls in them. <laughs> that's why you see, T- you know, DJ's like Terminator X from Public Enemy was a this big guy. Arms. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know? Oh, yeah. Or, or had a lot of friends. Yes. I want to get in the party. Okay, hold that crate. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> when you get in it, that's the only way you get it in. Right on. You know? You can't, man, right? Shout out to our boy Donovan, right? Right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Drags to riches. That's it. That's my boy right there. So mm-hmm. that, that's a yeah. He knows the deal. Hold this one record yeah. till you're bringing it in for me. I need it for a mix. Okay. <laughs> Got to get past the guest list. Old school. So um, this team was created by them. This is what it made. They made their first appearance. Um, uh, as I said, in issue two fifty four in nineteen eighty, and it has four members in it. The four members, their 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 names were um uh that's it so it was ironclad vapor vector and x-ray mm-hmm. x <laughs> and you know pretty much they're very similar by the fantastic four they don't even try to hide that in the issue right right yeah no no no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they definitely didn't hide it because the whole concept was that when they were created they were trying to actually they had like a uh a project to actually try to mimic the same accident that created a fantastic four. So you can clearly understand they went in purposely. Yes. To get bombarded. Yes. Bombarded. Be boarded. My cosmic rays. Oh, I can take a, Ooh, that hurts. Ooh, that hurts. I'm personally like say, give it to me. Give (laughs) me the pin. Yeah. Yeah. God help your, Oh, God help your soul. Yeah. And and that's what happened. Well, that's it. I mean, I think everything in the Marvel universe happens by by radiation, some form of radiation, cosmic rays, gamma rays, you know, radioactive spider. I've I've stood in front of my microwave. I took the door off my microwave and I stood there. I put it on for four minutes thinking I would get a superpower. And all I got was, you know, third degree burns and privates. Let's not talk about that. Um, So. (laughs) I don't know until you try it, right? Mm -hmm. I've I've seen the movie Jackass. They tried some stuff. Didn't work. Some stuff did. Now they're rich. So they turned around and mimicked the whole thing with this Fantastic Four. So what we had is, okay, once again, we know I'm going to mess up the name, right? This is why my parents gave me a very simple name. So Simon. Your trick. Your trick. Thank you very much. Simon, your trick. 
was the main person who started all this. So Simon is a former politician, a multimillionaire, and he's the one that formed, funds the whole operation for them making the rocket ship at a, a, at a, a private base and then getting a team of three people. So he has, um, you know, one person is supposed to work life support. Another person is supposed to be the pilot, um, you know, and another person kind of monitoring the radiation. Now, on purpose, when he had the, the ship built and designed, it was designed by a guy named Mike Steele. And Mike Steele was a very big buff guy. He was the scientist of the group, but also a pilot. And he does, and he was told to design the ship with no shielding for cosmic rays. That was what, mm. um, you know, Simon was, and to show you how much money Simon had, Simon, uh, it was actually a rival to Tony Stark. So he's up there with Buku Bucks. Gotcha. And, and, and made this. And, 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 uh, and, and the funniest thing is, so they turn around, they do this, they talk, they say, okay, this is what we're going to do. So you have the other two members uh, of there, um, you know, so it was Simon, it was Mike Steele, um, and then it was another, once again, brother and sister that was on the team. This is hilarious. You know, older sister, younger brother. Uh, mm-hmm. Very, very, very fantastic four-ish at the Itch. time. Right. right? So well, I'll just go by the superhero name. So, you know, Vapor and X-Ray were there. Um, were the brother and sister of the team. And it seemed at times that Vapor and Simon, you know, prior to getting their powers, seemed to have some kind of romantic relationship going on at the moment. Uh, just just very slight. They never really kind of got into it too much. You know, so when they're having this conversation of saying, this is what we're going to do, uh, this is what we're going to go with and, 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 and carry forth, are you with it, right? And the whole time, Mike was like, Mike Steele was the one who designed it. said, no, I'm not going up there. You guys are crazy. I, you asked me to build this ship. But, and, you know, and Simon's like, well, I, I asked you to build it not because I wanted a toy or something. I'm, I plan on using it. Just right. thought you were, a, you know, person that had some some cojones and it's almost like calling him chicken like marty mcfly right nobody calls me chicken i'll fly it oh oh, okay (laughs) um and that's how the whole thing starts for them to Mm -hmm. go and get on this ship and you know take off to the stars to purposely get bombarded because simon wanted power he he had power as a politician he had power as a, a business owner and he wanted more power he looked at the fantastic four and thought they were a waste they didn't use their their powers to profit for themselves. He right. didn't like the fact that they were, uh, you know, helping mankind and very selfless acts. So really, totally opposite with what he wanted to do, in his outlook. And obviously, the other three kind of went along with this saying, well, yeah, we'll have powers too. So it wasn't really a twist, a deep conversation. These people mm-hmm. were not good people to begin with. <laughs> And I like to think they could have given him more of a backstory. And then they end up making their first appearance. And you're wondering, out of all places, the Hulk, you think logically, this is something that could have built up in the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Right? And and it's not the Hulk did not have run-ins with the Fantastic Four, but he did. So it starts off in issue 254, page one, you have the Hulk in the middle of the desert screaming at the stars. Ah! Why won't you give me answers? Why do you take Hulk's friends away for what happened in the previous storyline? Hulk can have no friends, you know? And then he thinks, well, wait, Hulk can't hear what the stars are saying because the stars are too far. So in Hulk fashion, I'm going to jump to the stars so they can talk to me. Okay. Pretty much Hulk wanted to get high. Ah? Ah? I want to get high. So high. <laughs> okay, sorry. So high. Right? <laughs> you know, he should have hung with Snoop Dogg. So Hulk, boom, takes off. He does a couple of leaps, and each leap gets him further and further to the point he hits a low orbit. Hulk's not realizing he's in outer space, can't breathe. Kind of hunches over, starts freezing, and then gravity slowly brings him back. He crash lands back on Earth. Yep. Why is this important? Because when he crash lands back on Earth, he's in back in the desert, he's Hulk, but then since he's unconscious, he calms down, he changes back to Bruce Banner, he's still unconscious, but then, you know, a couple of hundred yards away is the building with the rocket ship, so when the rocket takes off, the rumbling wakes up Bruce Banner, he mm-hmm. looks, where am I? Wait, is that a rocket ship? Oh, it took off. You know, what's going on? Hey, there's nobody here at this so-called base it's all automated and abandoned, it seems. 
he runs in there in his purple pants because that's how the Hulk wore right there. Always, always purple. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was his color, purple, and they seem to be stretchy pants. So, okay. And he ran in there, and then he sees, like, all these monitors, and he sees on the monitor that the spaceship is out there in the mm-hmm. atmosphere, and it's going through, not even bombarded by cosmic rays. It's a cosmic storm because Simon wanted to t- absorb more power so he could be more powerful than the Fantastic Four. Ay, caramba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good old Simon. But it was killing him! I'll take the hit, people. I'll take the hit. It was killing him! I'm like, I don't know what you were thinking, Simon. You know, Simon says no, but it was killing him! So, Bruce sees this, Mm -hmm. sees what's going on, says, I have to save them, you know, Simon gets up, they've been bombarded, he trips over, canisters are exploding on the ship, Bruce Banner's on Earth, reprograms the ship to come and land on Earth, and then it's like, oopsies, um, the, sh- the ship crash lands. And he's like, well, nobody can survive. I tried my best to save him, no one can survive. And of course, four mysterious figures come out from the flames and smoke. The UFOs! UFOs! Right? I mean, let's suppose what they, they call themselves UFOs. It's like Fantastic Four. It's like four of us and we're fantastic. UFOs. Well, they're named after Simon uh, Yertrick because his, mm-hmm. name, his name starts with a U. U, right. Right. But they could have gone U something else, but no, UFOs, which means they know, you already know they're bad. They're going from the evil side of the line. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on the evil side of the lane. Right. Yeah, I'll stay in my lane. Right on. Right. <laughs> and, and they come out and, you know, Bruce Banner's, you know, was like, oh my gosh. You, you guys survived. Uh, and then all of a sudden, they, they, they seem to jump Bruce Banner, right? So X-Ray comes up and hits him. No, uh, first, Vector, which is Simon, mm-hmm. throws a rock with telekinesis, repels, you know, the changes of Vector, hits him off the head, knocks him unconscious. Ironclad, all metal, and he increases his mass, grabs Bruce Banner, starts hugging him and holding him tighter, tighter, tighter. Mm-hmm. It's like Elmer- Elmera, uh, Elvera, with, with her, I'll love him and pet him. Yeah, and just holding oh, him, God, holding him, George. holding him with tiny tunes. And then mm-hmm. X-ray bombards him with radiation, with X-rays. And it's like, oh, geez, we killed him. And they're like, well, you know, Ironclad's words. Well, human laws don't apply to us because we're not human anymore. What are they going to do? Throw us in jail? We're too strong. <laughs> <laughs> Foolish um, daughter. But then you see in three panels. It, <laughs> panel one, it's Bruce Banner. Ironclad's still holding him, having this talk. Mm-hmm. Panel two, it's Bruce Banner with a slight shade. Such a green. Touch a green. Yeah. Touch a green. Yeah, it was just coming out of the laddie. All right, yeah. then. Yeah. Come, yeah. lad. And then panel three, it's a lot more green on him. He's a lot okay. bigger, but he's still changing. And Ironclad's like, hey, what's going on? This guy's changing. And all you're too heavy. Yeah. And, and, and the funniest thing to me is Hulk doesn't want to be held. Nobody holds Hulk. <laughs> Let me go. And Get punches him and sends him flying. And it's then that Simon's like, oh my gosh, I should have recognized. That you know, I didn't see him at first, but a shirtless and he says it in one <laughs> sentence: a shirtless man in the middle of the desert <laughs> who knows <laughs> physics and science. It, it, it should have been it should have been obvious to me that it was Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner, hilarious, hilarious. Right? It's like I see a homeless guy on a on a on a secure base running out here talking science, turning green. Of course, it's Bruce Banner. What was I thinking? Well, I should have yeah. recognized him from the get-go. We guys, we attacked the Hulk. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, first first round, first run. He played with the Hulk. You're gonna get burned. Yeah. Yeah. So they they all they all start on I don't know why they want to start with the Hulk. Foolish mortals? I don't know. Well, they're a little bit too big for their britches. Um clearly they they able to get five across the eyes. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. And 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 what I found funny with the UFOs are is and, and Rod, you mentioned this before. You can take this part here. Their powers. <laughs> they crash land, just got their powers, and so let's see now. So we, we start off with Simon. Simon has the ability to use his telekinetic powers, you know, shooting out like what you know from the causes where he, he has kinetic telekinetic powers. You know, he's a more enormously powerful. Yes. And by focusing his powers into blast, he can now he has the capability of fraying most of the Hulk's skin. You know, this is on their first little run. 
and muscle tissue, you know, from his body. So he's he's just very powerful with his uh, uh, with cosmic rays, telekinetic powers. Uh, Vapor, uh, she has the ability of turning into like. And I remember there is someone who has something similar, but basically Vapor has like her name, like names kind of implies Vapor gas type of environment. She can change her body, her molecular structure into any type of gasic form. Um, because she's on the evil side of the life and she stay on the evil side of the lane, she kind of prefers to give people a little poisonous gas. Not good, you know, not, not good, you know, you know, ear. She don't want to give people the opportunity to breathe. She want to choke people out. Yep. Okay, Vapor. We'll have a little discussion in tomorrow's session for that. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, X-Ray. Well, basically, as in boy's name, he just called himself. He's simple enough. He just went with the name X-Ray. Um, you know what? Pause. We we went into the power, but I didn't get a chance to say the names of who these people are. So let me just back up. So Vector okay. is Simon. So uh, Utrecht, that's yes. Simon. He was the leader of the uh, the wonderful men. Right. Um, then we have Vapor. Uh, her name is uh, and her name is Anne Darnell. Yes. And then we have X-Ray. His name is Jimmy Darnell, who is the younger brother of Anne. Right. And X-Ray has the ability, like I said, to give off, let's say, negative gamma rays. And basically he has any type of any like any form of radiation, he has the ability to control it and just manipulate it and expel any forms of like radiation in potential blast mode and just bust a oh you kid on you yep. instead of you know come on cough box in your chest. Oh man. So now we can see that even if you had the x-ray fray that you normally wear when you go to the dentist or anything like that, that ain't gonna save you. He won't mm-hmm. hurt you bad. You won't get burned up. Mm-hmm. And then we got our last person that Barry said his name was Ironclad and his name was earlier was Mike Steeles. Mike Steele has the ability to transform himself into organic metal. Basically similar like uh the absorption man. Oh uh-huh. yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Very, very simple. And, and, so and even had, his early appearance, they ever let him increase his density so he can make himself heavier. Correct. Right? But what blows my mind is first issue, they walk out first panel, see Bruce Banner, and they use their powers. So you know exactly what you were getting there, Simon? <laughs> Simon boy, Simon boy, I know you're trying to, you think you are a Dr. Doom level type of person. No, no. Doom will know what he's doing and be able to say, I want this particular type of thing. But you're not Doom. Have we talked about earlier? There's only one Dr. Doom. Yep. So you think you can walk out and walk in your, your plane, you know, your, your ship crash landed, you can walk away. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. You played yourself and you walked out safely, but you know exactly what you do? Well, that's that's I agree with you. That's one of my little okay. I know what to do with what I got. At least this is what I love. The other people that they're kind of mimicking, the Fantastic Four. They like I, I think I'm Milton. The man is starting to stretch and you know his Mr. Fantastic didn't have his control of his powers right away. No, Susie came in kind of like halfway, like invisible, invisible. What's going on? I'm confused. Where am I? Johnny starts flaming up and burning everybody. Yep. And, and, and Ben, Benjamin Grimm, Mr. Ting, he was just like, ah, I'm rock. I mean, well, <laughs> it's obvious, but he was just, he just, they didn't know. But we got the UFOs coming out and the UFOs and I knew what to do. But I, I digress. Yeah, man. And that's what got me. It's like they first came out and right away they know how to use their powers perfectly. It's like, I'm Vector. I can move these things automatically. I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. How did your powers, you didn't even test, right? It's like giving, it's like giving your child a car. Here's the keys. Don't worry about it. I know you know how to drive because why? You touch the keys. The keys mm-hmm. hold the power. Um, no, you put anyone behind a car, they ain't going to know how to drive, you know, and it's not even driving normal, defensive driving. That right. ain't going to happen. So oh, they come, they start using their powers perfectly. Like X-ray automatically knows he can fly. I mean, the only person's person that should have an idea about their powers to me is ironclad. I, he's exactly. metal. He's strong. Yeah. Yeah, you you can walk, you can pick things up. Okay, now it's easier to pick certain things up. I get that. Uh, you're made of metal, so you can take a punch. I, I get that. But for the other ones, like you were saying before, you figure it'd be more trial and error learning the power. So at the beginning of the fight, they seem to be a well-seasoned team. But then mm-hmm. partway through the fight, you see they kind of shaft each other, throwing each other under the bus. Ah, oh, shoot, what did I just do? Dang it, sorry, Ann. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's it, because at one point, you know, Anne goes flying towards uh, Jimmy. So, you know, Vapor goes flying towards X-Ray. 
and she was making herself a poison. She goes, don't worry about it. I'll change my body mass into, uh, into hydrogen and, it, you know, and I'll go pass through you. And Jimmy's like, no, I'm x-rays. You will burn. Scared. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. You're going to burn out, man. You're going to burn out. Exactly. The only time Vector turns around and shows any kind of um, emotion is when he goes to run towards Anne. So Simon goes mm-hmm. to run towards Anne, um, and, and then his power just causes everything to push back away from him. So he can't even mm-hmm. get close to her, right? Ironclad's like, whatever, man. I'm still metal. <laughs> <laughs> so I get their introduction into the Marvel Universe. Obviously, they're going to be tied to the Hulk for how things started, right? Because right. they're going to blame the Hulk for crashing because their whole thing was Bruce Banner's like, I saved you. And Simon was like, no, no, we wanted to stay up longer because the longer we more exposed we got to the cosmic storm, the higher our power levels would have been. So we would have been even stronger. You stopped mm-hmm. us from getting stronger. We want revenge. You know, right. it's Marvel. It's like, it's like wrestling. <laughs> Love it. Right. Uh, so this is where the, the, the two ideologies come head to head. So they show up multiple times fighting the Hulk over over the years. They, they mm-hmm. show up in multiple issues, always trying to get the Hulk. They get uh, brought into a lot of different storylines, which we won't get into bringing the Hulk in. Um, you know, at one point they deal with trying to deal with the Avengers. They've had appearances in, on in some of the cartoons on TV, even background and all that. So some of the animated, mm-hmm. they've been there. The UFOs are there. What blows my mind is they never went after Fantastic Four or vice versa. That, to me, I think is a whole storyline that is missed because I think, one, they're villains. So the Fantastic Four is like, well, they kind of model themselves after us. We should Mm -hmm. stop them, which to me is grounds one. But then the other interesting part would have been is Reed would be like, I don't want to experiment on my friend. If I can capture UFOs, and come up with a device to take away the cosmic radiation from them, I can cure Ben. Right. Because one, that means I save humanity from these superpowered criminals. And then two, I can turn around, put it on Ben. And then we just have to find another person to join the Fantastic Four permanently before we have to change our name to the uh, Terrific Trio. <laughs> you know what? It's, it's hilarious that you say that along that line because as we know what's going down with uh, Doctor Strange right now, you know, uh, with the Illuminati aspect of it coming in, one of the main reasons why they created the Illuminati kind of, well, one, the, the, no, they created because of the, um, uh, basically the crisis on multiple first coming together. But the other aspect of also was when they're sending the Hulk away. Yes. Realizing he was a threat to mm-hmm. the earth. So they came together to send Hulk slash banner away. Yep. Now, if you realize that these guys are a major danger, Reed, because Reed was the one who kind of took point on that yep. particular that particular mission, why he brought up a good point that that's a miss that's a miss opportunity to put these two together. Then, given Reed the ability to realizing you guys are you guys are trying to be you are a yin to our yang. If we're yeah. the good Fantastic Four, you're the bad Fantastic Four. Then it's my job, my responsibility, because I'm the closest person. My team is the closest one on this whole entire planet who have a good idea of what you've gone through, how to deal with you, and how to basically take you down. And AKA, now we capture you, now I can, per se, take my, my sole mission of helping my friend. I can use those Thank techniques you. on you to basically revert you back to human form and basically like, okay, I know how to do. Okay, Benny, just drink this. Don't drink so much, Benny. Just drink a couple of just a couple of sips of this, Benny. Just drink a couple of sips of this, Benny. You'll be all right, man. Trust me, man. Trust me. I'm real. Come on. I'm real. Come on. Trust your man, Reed. Come on. Come on. Trust your boy, Reed. Trust Reed. Right. That's it. And not once did they really go after the Fantastic Four or vice versa. Uh, especially when I, I read books like um, Thunderbolts, right? Hmm. When it, they had the Thunderbolts where it was all supervillains, but they, d- they dressed up as superheroes to p- pretend they were a superhero team. So this way they were still able to do things, but like underhanded, like dirty cops, so to speak, uh, and, and get away with it, you know? And that was a smart idea. It's like, hey, mm-hmm. man, we're, for once, we, we're, we're being good guys. People like us. We're still right. doing our schemes on the side. No one knows we're villains because we're giving each other new names now, new looks, and uh, they're buying it up. Oh, now we're part of the government. Okay, this is great. You I, know? Got, I, got, I got benefits. I can fix my teeth. 
Let's go. Thank you. Thank you. That, that's very important in the Marvel Universe or even in DC because a lot of them get their teeth punched out. Dentists must be making a fortune over there. Uh, so with this being said, I know at one point uh, Peter Gyrick turns around and he had Omega Flight. And he wanted Omega mm. Flight to go after the Hulk. And they said, well, we don't like the way you talk to us. You disrespect us. Peter Gyrick, you're, you're a douche. We're out. And he turned around and hired the UFOs once again to go after the Hulk in New Jersey. You know, sorry, it started off in New York. Then a fight went to New Jersey and then came back. How is it that you in New York fighting the Hulk and the Fantastic Four ain't going to go, hey, what's happening outside? Oh, wait a minute. We know one. And we heard about the other four. We're going to team up with the Hulk to finally take these guys down. I think, once again, that was a total missed opportunity. It's still a fight I want to see happen. And I think Mm -hmm. we should give us a little bit more background for these characters. I mean, they they, they might seem like small characters, but they're only, but the potential is so big. They weren't utilized. They weren't utilized as properly. Um, and definitely in that particular episode, you know, the, the issue that they came from, it was really more at the time it came was kind of like one and done. And yes, they were able to regroup and reset themselves for future events, you know, future episodes, like say the Avengers, like you said, and so forth. Right. Um, but that particular one was more of like a spot on. And I guess, you know, Marvel was just trying to test the waters. I see how people, you know, pull towards these, these characters and see if we can work something with them, which worked out. Like you said, having the opportunity, if you really think of it, is the evil doppelganger of your of the first family. Yeah, Marvel's first family, exactly. They're the evil doppelganger of that, and, and that's where I think one was a missed opportunity. Especially if you yeah. look at the the background they've given these characters, right? So mm-hmm. if we go with Simon, Simon was uh, a politician. He's a multimillionaire. Mm-hmm. Okay, and obviously he has powers. So let's just right. stay on this aspect. Let's put it. He's the one that funded the whole thing to get the rocket to go up there. Right. Okay. He's the he one that the got the team together. Right, it's a Tony Stark of him. Exactly, Tony Stark level. He doesn't have the genius, but he's got the no. money. Okay, right. so now let's look at what to me it could have been. This, if he's got that driving force to kind of, he obviously he's a leader because he's able to get people together. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's a politician. You see the character that he has, the kind of person he is. Mm-hmm. You know, he's made some backroom deals. You Easy. know, he knows some people in the underground, right? Mm-hmm. you're trying to tell me that this guy that has all this money and influence and, and has to know people just, just by assumption, you know, uh, couldn't work out a better deal for his new team to work out a certain way. Like we know if, if the Illumati is around in Marvel and you know, that's Xavier, uh, Reed Richards, uh, mm-hmm. Dr. Strange, Doc, yeah, right. Black Bolt, you know, mm-hmm. all of them are there and they're good guys. You're trying to tell me that the bad guys don't have that? Yeah, clearly they do because we know they had that whole um, uh, vengeance storyline, right? Right. Uh, acts of vengeance. So I'm thinking the UFOs could have had their own little network, put themselves up at the top of that power scheme, work more behind the scenes, come out to do certain mm-hmm. things, and why? Why fight the Fantastic Four? He can. He can. He's got money, so he should be where Reed has the intelligence. He can hire or bribe people to get a certain way. Uh, to help them out even i mean he made a rocket base because <laughs> he had the money for it and no one questioned this until right. after they got their powers so either it's a fight for him to get back in there to see hey can we amplify our powers and what happens mm-hmm. uh, i really think the ufos are underutilized right uh and then have so much more potential if they are given into the hands of a writer don't make them anti-heroes uh anti-villain you know anti-heroes or or, or heroes yeah, yeah, right yeah. I still want them as hardcore villains. You know, they fought. I, I mean, it was them fighting Spider-Man and Scarlet Spider. No, sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, Spider-Man and uh, not Scarlet Spider. Uh, it was Ben, uh, his clone there. Was it? Yeah, it was Scarlet Spider. Yeah, Scarlet Spider. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So he was fighting them. And they were the ones that gave Peter Parker radiation poisoning at one point where he had to mm-hmm. go into the hospital. And then his clone slash brother gave up the Scarlet Spider. And became Spider-Man for that time being while Peter was recovering. So they do have an influence on certain storylines to advance. Right? Peter Parker should deal with them more. Uh, Fantastic Four. Absolutely. Hulk. I get it for how they put their origin together. Absolutely. You know, uh, Thunder, you know, they can turn around and get rid of the Fantastic Four and then say, hey, we're the new Fantastic Four or or something. They can be, they worked with the government already with Peter Gyrick. So they have a lot of ties. And, you know, it, it, it can be, it should have been more, in my opinion, like um, the Hellfire Club, right? You look at Sebastian right. Shaw. Right. Sebastian Shaw mm, has so one. many business dealings that even when the X-Men show up into the Hellfire Club in New York mm. and they fought, 
the, you know, one of the first times where it was during the dark, the dark Phoenix saga. The cops mm-hmm. showed up. It's like, yeah, we're just going to leave. Don't worry about it. Yeah, these X-Men broke into our party, and this is what they did. No problem, Mr. Shaw. Mm-hmm. Because he's got so much money that he sees respected. Money but talks, we, man. as the fans, the readers, know he's the villain. But he's mm-hmm. so good of a villain that even the good guys don't even know. Like the, When I say the good guys, the police officers and the fire department right. don't know he's a villain. They just know yeah. he's a multimillionaire. They have no right. idea that he's got powers, he's a mutant, and he's, he's trying right. to get rid of the X-Men. He was the one that started the fight. The X-Men were in the right, you know, in every I instance don't. of the word. But the Hellfire Club played it so well that it's like, yeah, he's guilty. You know, it, 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 Simon should be the whole aspect of, you know, us as a fans know what's going on. But right. if, if, if the glove don't fit, must have quit. <laughs> Loving it. Everyone Loving knows, it. you know, where you were standing about that whole case with OJ, but, but he's free. <laughs> right, I, I'm not. I'm not endorsing it. I'm not saying I agree with it. I, I, we know where OJ should be, and we know where he is right now, and that's how this one should be. We know where the UFO, well, UFOs oh, are, but I, I, to me, they should be portrayed in a way that you can't touch me. I got millions. Right. <laughs> I got lawyers. You can't Let's touch me. <laughs> what? Throw me in jail? Me... <laughs> Prove it. Oh. That, that's that's it, my point. No, 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 no. It's a good point. Can I, you, you were bringing some points and making me think like, we're going to get to the point, everybody. You know, we're going to get to the part of our normal discussion where we're going to get to the point where we're going to, yes, uh, you know, we're just going to cast this. But before we get to that, I want to make a point that if you really think of it, Marvel has, Marvel, the Marvel Universe hasn't portrayed any type of villain movies. No. Any villain teens type of movie, not even single. Like you can have an individual. Okay, everybody, you know, yeah. everybody's pairing off, pairing off. But why can't we have? Uh, why can't we have a, a U four, a UFOs um, movie. movie? Even even if you want to do it as a as a, a, a you know a standalone type of series on Disney Plus or anything like that, right. that's not a bad idea. Because you when you said that, I thought of that, and then you went straight to Sebastian, like ooh. That's another parody that you can definitely be safe. Why, like, when they bring in the X Men, that will probably be a great segue that they can just lean in and say, you know what? Anybody will look at this and like, true, like anybody looking on the surface, like, so we're we're doing a, a villain movie. Interesting. They'll they'll start off with interesting. Yeah. Then the fans will be like, oh my god, I never. You just you just went left. You went a hard left. I didn't get to put my seatbelt on, and this is a good left. Like I would never. You won't. You won't expect to have a villain movie. No. And 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 those will be going. You can do the introduction again with the UFOs. If not having their own, which would be great if they could. We can work along that line. Mm. But put them on something where you can censor and say, "Hey, not every single, 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 single time the bad guys have to lose. Exactly. They got to get away. They got, they got like like at some certain point, every villain is getting caught." Then we're gonna run out of we're gonna run out of storylines. Someone gotta win. They gotta get away, and literally let them get away and realizing, hmm, I gotta work on my approach and realize, okay, next time I see them, I don't parry, you know, or whatever the case to be. I, instead of zigging or zag, you zigging or zag. Yeah, you give exactly. the the opportunity that you know let them know, and then we can, you know, it's like you said with comedy, you you put that you put that comedy seed and you refer it back later on. A couple of episodes, a couple of jokes later, you bring yeah. it back. Like, see, remember, like two two shows before, two movies before. I didn't. I I should have zigged when I zag. Now I'm zagging. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. And you, and you hit it right on the head. You you hit that right on the head. That's not, that's my discussion. That's my point right here. Because I know there there, and I know people who say, oh well, there's Marvel hero villain movies, and I'm like, okay, first of all, they made Venom an antihero, right? You didn't yeah. make Venom the villain. Venom, no. Venom wasn't a. We as fans know Venom as a villain. He right. really took Spider-Man to the paces, but right. in the movie, right? It, you know, I enjoyed it, but he was an right. anti-hero. Uh, so I know they're coming out with Craven, but I know they're going to make Craven anti-hero. Right now, the next one is Morbius, but you can right. see Morbius is going to be an anti-hero, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, it's like to me that's the Punisher class. Those are heroes that operate in that shade of gray. 
Um, but a true villain movie, like bad guys, Darkness. like Suicide Squad, they were villains trying to do something, but you know it was going to be a lot of shafting and backstabbing throughout that whole movie. Right. But yeah, but they were doing they were doing a heroic type of atmosphere anyways. Yes. yes. So it wasn't like they weren't trying to go, like you said, you had backstab. You know, Captain Boomerang was thinking, okay, we're going to get through this, get the heist, whatever, whatever the case be to get them. Still had an evil mindset, mm-hmm. but the outcome of what they've done was an anti-hero that was shaved the city from this mysterious, you know, entrenched witch who's going to take over the, the world. Well, okay, at this time, we're just going to put our, our evil stuff aside and try to save the world. Second one was Starro, Platypus and Earth, mm-hmm. try to save the world. That's it. It wasn't for them to say, let's, pl- you know, pl- plunder and just like get all the money we can, rob, get back to the base, and I yep. say, okay, let's spit the spoils, and that's it. And then end scene, act three done. What? You mean he got away? Yeah. Because in reality, people, let's let's be real for half a second. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be a super villain, mm-hmm. you're going to dish out all this money and yep. do all this thing. You're going to have these powers. You tell me you're going to constantly lose every single time. And think, what is it worth? Why? I will give up the same way they did with, um, oh my gosh. Well, I don't know if I'm bringing up that parody with, with, with uh, the Black and Captain America. Why am I, oh, I just, I can, I can see why. Oh, right. Uh, Bra- uh, yeah, um, yep, it starts with me. Bradley, right. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. You know, he kind of, he gave up because, you know, well, it's not worth it. I did all this for my country. It's not worth it. So I just kind of gave up. Oh, villain's not going to do that. No. Listen. I got stuff to do. I want that. I want that stack. I want that money. I need to. I need to be good. So I mess up on this heist. I'm going to do another one. I'm going to mess up on this heist and do another one. Look, exactly. The only the only villain we know who's like that per se in comic book aspect mm-hmm. that they wish they portrayed him properly. We're flipping over to DC, but the Joker is the only one who constantly, every single time, he may fail, but you know. Give me a 20 minutes. Let me just regain myself. <laughs> I'm coming for you, bats. This is Tuesday. I'm gonna get you, I'm gonna get you by Friday. I yes. got something. I got something. I yes. had something in the works that I was waiting for next month. Nah, friggin'. I'm pulling it. We're doing this early, guys. We're doing it by Friday. Okay, boss. Yeah. That's villain as aspiration. He, I ain't got no time to sleep. No, he enjoys what he does, right? And and right. that's and, and, and this is what we need the villains to do that. We need to find a movie that ha- does that. Basically, you can have a movie like that. I honestly believe that it will do good for the culture fans. Yes. Like the, the those who are getting into Marvel Universe in this type of comic movie world, yeah. they're going to like it. The fans, that's a deep cut, and they will be giving you golf claps. Absolutely. Bravo. Yeah, Bravo. I agree with you, man. I, I think that you know, and, and and rest in peace, Razor Ramon. It's it's mm-hmm. been a while now that he's he's passed away. Um, but he said in his Hall of Fame speech. You know, bad times come and go, but bad guys are forever. Okay, let's let's talk. these let's are bad guys. Talk about it, my goodness! Oh, I forgot that line, Laser. Yeah, right. That right. was a line. That, that was, was a line. line. You, got, you you had to like. Okay, he's right. You you could get vexed if you want, but like that that makes that makes sense. Yep, in I the world. Yeah, I'm supposed the, to be a bad guy. Parallels, I'm so. I'm, because one, we never find out, you know, from the get go, they, you know, that whole team, the UFOs wanted power. Yeah. Power for, now why? we know they wanted power. Why? Exactly. Why? That, that there is a question. Why? Just, why do they want this power? Just, Obviously, just, you just get just, power is because you want to achieve a goal. So we don't know what that goal is. I don't think they've right. ever really got into it. Not that never. really. They just said, wanted power like Fantastic Four. They squandered their power. We're going to use our power. For what? There's got to be, give me something that's an end game. So here's, here's how it is. We go, we go cast mm. this here i'm, I'm mm-hmm. gonna come up with my uh my team here and, mm-hmm. and, and show you who i was i was okay. thinking for my four got it and then we can go from there so uh if i had to cast this as a live action movie you know and this goes for a live action movie uh um, right. which would be cool or or uh and then i give this some more thought i'd even be happy like you know how they had hulk versus so it's hulk versus wolverine and hulk versus mm, Thor was the one yeah dvd I'd be even happy with Hulk versus, you know, let's do some more Hulk versus or as an animated series, you know, cartoon, mm-hmm. or instead of right. just kind of keeping it to Hulk, I'm still with the idea as, you know, 
Marvel Presents or Marvel Premiere or Marvel Spotlight. Take one of the past names. Let's bring that back and say Marvel Spotlight. One on, it's still animated or even live action um, with with the UFOs, for example. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's make people interested in them again and, and kind of branch that out. So and the actors I picked can do a live action or I would see them doing the voice work. Got it. Right. So here's my mine's a twofold. Uh, as a twofer so i would start off first for simon it would be uh you know so as vector it would be john ham okay yes 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 okay yeah 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 right he's got that he's got that you know he he can be good or bad and i like when he when he's a little bit bad and cheeky (laughs) i I think he can dig deep on that john john uh, john ham right so john ham is who i would see as vector now building the team around that i got into this Mm -hmm. whole madman thing so I went with John Hamm, right? Uh, for Vapor, I would say January Jones, the actress, right? Uh, no, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to pull her up. Right no now. problem. You, you go ahead and you pull her up. So so John Hamm, January Jones, for for um, as I said, Vapor mm-hmm. to play her brother X Ray. I was going with Ansel Elgort. El- Ansel Elgort. And so that's who, uh, yeah. Okay. You know? His name sounds familiar. Like when he smiles, oh, he looks kind of, you know, uh, he's got a nice smile. But when he's got a serious face, mm-hmm. when he poses, he's not smiling. I mean, he looks, he looks like he could play someone wicked. So that's who I'm oh, going with. Baby, baby driver. Um, yeah. Yeah. Baby, baby driver. Right. Got yeah. it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And then for uh, Mike Steele's uh, Ironclad, I'm mm-hmm. going with J.R. Ferguson. So he's also from Mad Men. And he showed up on the Connors. So let's see. That, that's okay. my team for the UFOs. Okay. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. I'm not familiar with JR, JR's work. Right. Um, but you did say he he was on um He was on Mad, Mad Men, Men and Mad he Men, was Mad on Men. the Connors. So, you know, okay. clearly he can do comedy and he can do drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you see his look, you know, sometimes he has a beard, sometimes he shaved, his hair may be a little bit darker. Oh, you know what? I went to IMD. I see the non-bearded. I see the non-bearded one. Right. Okay. See, so I can see I can see with that then. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If you picture their first appearance, what they look like in human form. Mm-hmm. I, this is who I know how they wrote uh, Drew Simon. He looked older, but I didn't want him that old. I needed someone still to have, uh, you know, but have some cojones. So right. John Hamm, January Jones, Ansel Elgort, and J.R. Ferguson. Uh, J. Ferguson. Okay. That, that, that's, okay. that's my UFO team, be it live action or animated, and they do the voices. Boom. Okay, okay. Nice, <laughs> nice. All right, you know what? I, I see you. I see a UFO. I see you UFOs. Um, kudos, kudos, kudos. I believe I might be able to, uh, match. Uh-oh. We'll see. We'll see. Well, okay. Everybody, you, you be the judge and you let me know. All right. So we're going to start it off with, uh, the man they call Simon leader. I was going to go with Army Hammer. Now, okay. I was going with Army definitely because of being, being the, the business, but the, the, the business, you know, multi-billionaire, whatever it is, but that, it's that trigger side. You said the perfect thing earlier. We don't know why he wants power. He could be a little bit like, you know, just like there's something, there's a deeper meaning. There's a, so there's yeah. a dark meaning behind him. So when you see Army as uh, Ilya on The Man from Uncle. Yes. That was, that's where you're like saying, you look at, you look at him, you're like saying, boy, you are just three words away from just snapping someone's neck. Cool <laughs> it down. Cool three it words down. Away from snapping three neck. words away. Guys. So you, you know that he's just like, mm, yeah, I, I won't mess with you. So I was taking that he has this ability that, you know, he could just, he could play that dark person and mm. then be able to go deeper to say, this is the reason why I want power and so forth. Now, now to be his, uh, his vapor, I wanted to, and I'm going to say because Again, Vapor is the older sister of X-Ray. Yes. So I wanted to have that different age dynamic. And I, mm-hmm. you know, I went with someone who was a seasoned person, a seasoned, please, mm-hmm. 
please don't say it like this, but I'm just saying because you understand the metaphor of where we're going. I wanted Reese Weatherspoon. Oh, oh! I wanted Reese Weatherspoon because, at least in the sense, she has some comic type of, you know, um, experience working legally as, blonde uh, and all that. Yeah, legally blonde, but uh, legally blonde, but AKA Down Batgirl, home. Batgirl as well. Oh no, it's Lisa. Sorry, Lisa. Sorry, I'm thinking. Okay, sorry. Lisa Silverstone. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Clueless. Okay, my bad, my bad. Yeah, cool. wrong movie. I yeah, 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 yeah. No, you know, yeah. It's, you're right, right, oh. right. So, so I, I, I want to go with Reese. I wanted to go with Reese because of that, that one, because you know she's legally whatever the case may be, but she can be, you know, a little, you know, like you said, woo, a little high sprung kind of scenario. But she has the ability to know. I just think that she could pull, she could pull that off to be a little like. You've seen the pictures, you have the face structure, you know what I mean? It's, yeah, yeah. Still, she's, she's a gorgeous-looking woman. She could be, like, be bad. She could be bad. She could be bad. She could be bad. So I wanted to give her that. And then for her brother, I wanted to go for Jimmy. I wanted to go with Aaron Paul. If you remember Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad, Need oh. for Speed. Yes. Uh, Westworld. Yes, yeah, yes. He's, he's, done a, he's done a good amount of stuff. So I'm now <laughs> also going from the fact that this is supposed to be, as I stated earlier, this is supposed to be the evil duper gang of the Fantastic Four. So I'm basing it off of like that as well. Right. So you okay. got you got you got the nice looking Sue Richards and now now you have Viper who may be pretty, but you know she's like she's on the dark side. Jimmy is supposed to be arrogant and everything along that line. Sorry. Johnny was arrogant and stuff along that line. Right. So you know what? We're just gonna say, well what if you were the evil worse of that being on breaking bad, being on Westworld. I I mean Aaron, Aaron has the ability to pull that kind of like that type of character, he can he can pull D from there. Right. Then I wanted to end it off with okay, you said something earlier about your guy. You know, cause that's how he looked before he turned into Ironclad. Uh-huh. I said, you know what? As they say, let me let me go and quote: Ironclad is uh, he, he well, let me see the, the skill engineer, skill pilot, whatever. Okay, transform into organic metal. You know, super strength and durability and stuff like that. So realizing, hmm, I need someone who can take. Who can be strong? But guess what? In his already natural form, I wanted to go with. Oh, snap. It's, it's Thor Julius Brognos, aka the Icelander man known as the Mountain. Oh, Jesus. Game of Thrones. Wow. Okay. Okay. Wow. Wow. So, that's just the life list. As you see the pictures of Ironclad, he's just a big hulking. You know, it's like wow. he's a big guy. So let me. No CG needed for him. No CG needed for him at all. Just, just, just let's, let's go. Put some silver on your boy. You want, you want, you want to be a piece of metal. Okay. Ah, crush, wow. crush the infidels. Kill them all. Mash them up. Foolish mortal. I will destroy you. Yes. So I went with the mountain. The bring okay. in hail and thunder from above. The mountain will take you out. Jeez. Okay. So hold on. We're going to wrap this up because I want to do it. So I'm going to go once again. So real quick for the U Wolves, mm-hmm. here's how I'm breaking it down. I'm going to go with John Hamm as mm-hmm. Vector, January Jones as Vapor, uh, Ansel Elgort as X-Ray, and J.R. Ferguson as um, Ironclad. Uh, Ironclad. And, and, your, and team I'm gonna go, is, your team is, is, is Army, Army Hammer as Vector, uh, Reese Rutherspoon as Vapor, uh, Aaron Paul as X-Ray uh-huh. and Thor Julius Brosson as Ironclad. Woo. Okay. Well, I, I think we did what we had to come and do today. <laughs> mm. That's our first of four. And uh, everyone look out. Next next episode mm-hmm. coming out is a special episode. We're hitting our milestone. So, I mean, we have more videos. But we're, we're, it will be our 50th podcast we've hit 5-0 on our next one so we're gonna have um some fun i, I we're gonna plan something do yeah you know something something's on the in. table we're gonna figure tune it out. we're gonna do something we won't do it tune in tune in tune in right Listen. you know never forget put the comments below put, 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 put those comments below comments below hit right. that like button and hit that share if you like what you're hearing so right just spread it out and let everybody know hit the subscribe button so you get notifications because when the 50 comes around you'll be ready so just you know like, share, subscribe, comment in the base. We're good. Subscribe. Exactly. On that note, mm-hmm. as we like to say, 
One, thank you for all for tuning in. Uh, keep supporting the show. Keep supporting all the people we ask you to support. Show some love. There's enough going around. We need it in these times. On that, this whole world was started with a, pe- a pencil, a piece of paper, and lots of imagination. Keep on dreaming. We're out. We're out. You fool! You, you What'd you say? I just said you foes, man. I just said you foes. Oh, you foes. Okay. All right. We good. We good.